Welcome to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place where ambition, drive, and entrepreneurship all meet. This podcast is your go-to for all things business, growth, and expansion. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a multiple six-figure business owner, a brain rewiring certified coach, a 70 high energy healer, and all-around business growth obsessed individual. I've been in this space since 2019. I believe that strategy and energetics go hand in hand. You'll find tons of both on this show. For a long time, being ambitious has had a negative connotation, but I'm here to take that word back and help you grow your business without doing the most. You can find me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea or online at expandwithchelsea.com. If you're ready to grow, I'm ready to go. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm going to be sharing with you the number one way that I see business owners self-sabotage. This breaks my heart. I see it all the time. Sometimes I even do it. So we're going to talk about it. We're bringing it to the surface because we all know that where the light lives, shame and guilt cannot. So we're bringing it up. We're talking about it. And I think you're really going to find this enlightening. I am coming to you today from my living room, which is kind of a funny statement because I do live in a studio apartment, but what I've realized is every single time I go to podcast, I literally don't want to do it in the same spot that I've been doing it in. Like I have to move around a lot and I got curious about that and I was like, what is that? Like, why can't I just like have one dedicated spot to do this? First, I was doing it in the closet and that felt too claustrophobic, even though the sound quality was really good in there. And then I was doing it at my desk and I was like, eh. That just doesn't feel good either. I'm like getting too distracted by looking out at the window and seeing people walking by. And then this time I'm like, well, I'd actually really like to sit down. I'm uh, on day one of my cycle and sitting just feels the best right now. So I looked into my human design chart and it was really interesting because one of the variables, so those are the arrows that you have at the top of your head actually says that I do really well switching environments. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm giving myself permission to just move around as much as I need to in order to feel excited about recording content because how you feel about the thing is just as important as the thing itself. Your relationship with the thing is just as important. So before we dive into today's episode, I am going to do, I think, one announcement? Yeah, let's go with one announcement. So Prism, my five-month mastermind, this is a coaching-focused mastermind. So my spiel on this, you know too much, probably, as a business owner. You know how to run your business. You probably know 15 different ways to grow your email list and create an offer and all of that. That's great. But what if you can't actually implement any of the things that you've learned because your fear is in the way, your inner critic is in the way, your perfectionism is in the way, that's where I come in. This is why coaching is so important. I know that sounds like a really cliche statement, but if you can't actually move forward on the things that you know you need to do, what's the point of knowing any of that? Prism is entirely focused on coaching you through all of the blocks that you are coming up against so that you can create forward momentum in your business. This is the energetic side, right? So it's all the things that we can't necessarily see or touch. It's not just piling on more strategy onto what you have already. If you're like, okay, Chelsea, I actually have no idea how to write an email that people wanna read. 
cool. We're definitely going to talk about that. But also it's super important how you feel about your writing, because if you feel like you're a shit writer and maybe your English teacher was really hard on you, this is so funny. I actually just read one of my friends from high school. She's a really good friend of mine. She wrote her first blog post and posted it on LinkedIn. And she was like, I was really fucking afraid to write because my high school English teacher was a dick and told me I was terrible at writing. And literally for 10 years, more than 10 years, it's been 14 years. Oh my God. It's been 14 years since I graduated high school. It's been 14 years. She was too afraid to write for 14 years because of one comment that our English teacher had said to her. And it's so funny because as soon as she posted that, I was like, oh my God, he was awful. Like he totally did not believe in me or my writing. He told me it was really fragmented. He told me that I couldn't remain on task and that if I ever wanted to be successful with my writing, I was really going to need to put a lot of time and effort into it. And you know, that definitely didn't make me want to write more. So it was really cool to see that and see her put something out. But I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you. You don't want to take 14 years to put out something in your business. Like you want to do it now, right? And if we can just talk through that and identify some of those reasons why writing feels hard for you, then you're going to be able to put out a lot more content. You're going to be able to make a lot more sales. You're going to be able to get a lot more clients that way. So Prism is going into all of the energetics. Yes, we're going to be touching on some strategy, but this is primarily coaching focused. Five months, me and you, we've got calls twice a month. We've got energy healing once a month and applications are closing next Friday. Not this Friday, if you're listening to this on the week that it comes out, but it's going to be closing on the 30th. So if you've been thinking about applying, you can go to the link in the show notes. You can apply, you can learn more. You can actually book a 15 minute call with me as well. If you've been super curious and you're wanting to just ask some questions, if you're wondering about payment plans, let's hop on a call. We'll talk things through. I'll let you know within the first five minutes if I think this is a good fit for you or not, and we'll go from there. Besides my one-on-one coaching, this is the only way right now currently that you can work with me on a longer-term basis. So if you've been thinking about it, I highly recommend taking that forward action. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic, self-sabotage. I love this. I love this topic because we all do it. We have so much potential. And the way that I see it is we're tapping into like one one hundredth of it because this is our mission in this lifetime is to overcome those things that are keeping us small, that are keeping us stuck, that are not allowing us to move forward. I mean, that's the whole point of being human (laughs) is to like work through all of these things. And time and time and time again with my clients, I see them going to launch something that they are really excited about, launching it, having all of this excitement around it. They're feeling so good about it. They know exact that this is exactly what their audience needs. They know that this is something that is going to help a ton of people. It's helped them in the past. Then they don't get the result that they wanted. They don't get as many people signed up as they wanted. Maybe they don't get anyone signed up, not making as many sales as they wanted. And then instead of finishing the launch, they end up ghosting it. Or maybe they kind of like sporadically show up in there. But for the most part, they end up getting really down on themselves. They think that they're not good at what they do. And then they stop showing up. And that is the number one thing. Number one way that I see business owners self-sabotage is launching something and not following through with it. No matter what happens. No matter the result. Continuing to show up. 
And I know that this is the hardest thing in the entire world because you feel like, wow, I just put a lot of effort in and like, fuck that. (laughs) I'm not going to put effort in if I'm not going to see a result back. Absolutely not. Why would I waste my time? Here's the thing about being an entrepreneur. This is going to happen to you (laughs) all the time. There is no one formula to rule them all. There is not just going to be one way of launching that you figure out and is going to continue to work for you for the rest of forever. The whole point of being an entrepreneur is understanding that you are going to have to be creative within that. You're always going to have to come up with a different launch model. You're always going to have to come up with new ways of marketing your offer. Entrepreneurship will continue to challenge you. And that is the entire point of it. The entire point of it. And if you're not on board with that, I mean, there's nine to fives out there. (laughs) And I I don't say that because I don't think that nine to fives can be challenging or difficult, but it is not in the same realm that working for yourself is, right? It's this reminder that we are doing this because we have a mission. We are doing this because of the way that it will change us, because of the way that it challenges us, not because we want it to be easy, And I know I get really frustrated at that sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, why can't this just be fucking easier? And then I'm like, oh, right, that's not actually the point. Because if it were easy, it wouldn't challenge me to get better at copywriting. If it were easy, it wouldn't challenge me to go through an entire launch where I personally feel like shit. I'm like, yep, this is definitely not the result that I want. But I made a promise to myself. I made a commitment to myself that I'm going to continue to show up in this launch no matter what happens. Here's what I see with clients. Okay, they're really excited about what it is that they have to offer, and then they don't end up getting the early validation that they need, which generally looks like people signing up. Then everything is based and hinged off of that. They're letting their emotions run the show. They're letting those feelings of rejection, of abandonment, of nobody's listening, nobody likes me. They're letting those feelings run the show and then they stop showing up. They stop believing in themselves. They stop believing in the magic of their offer. And things start to get really dry and really bland after that. Then they start to focus on, here's why you should invest. Side note, holy moly, I had a big revelation with why I talk about why investing is so important. It's because, I mean, I've talked about it on podcasts before, but I have still a ways to go in terms of healing my relationship with money. And because for a long time I had to essentially justify to myself that I was worthy of investing in, like I have a lot of still like heavy energy around that. When I make an investment, the voice in the back of my head is like, you're not gonna see it come to fruition. You're not going to make that money back. Like I work through all of those thoughts every single time I invest. So then therefore I'm projecting onto my audience that they also have thoughts like that. And while that might be true, the way that that actually ends up coming off is talking to a person that's actually below the person that I want to work with. So not below in like the fact that like, oh, higher is better. It's talking to the person that isn't even ready to invest, right? If the person that is perfect for my offer 
they're, they're ready to invest. They don't need to hear why it's important to invest. So by me addressing, here's why it's important for you to invest in yourself, they're like, well, I guess they're not talking to me. They must be talking to the person that's not as far ahead as I am. So I'm going to go look somewhere else. So anytime that you see yourself justifying anything, for example, it could be why coaching is important. It could look like you focusing a lot on the education piece. I've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast and why we get stuck in like the awareness phase of the AIDA, the ADA marketing model. So that's awareness, interest, we have desire, and then action, AIDA. And this is a marketing model that says people need to move through this. Essentially, it's like a funnel. They need to move through A and then to I and then to D and then to A and in order to actually purchase from us. Bit of a side note, side note on a side note. People can come in at any point in that funnel. They don't always come in right at the, the top of the funnel. If you can visualize it, it's like the awareness is on the top and then we have the interest and then we have the desire and then we have the action at the bottom and you're leading people through this. But what ends up happening is we get stuck in that awareness phase and we end up over-educating and trying to focus on providing value for people. And we're never actually getting people to those next stages. We're just stuck in trying to prove how smart we are and trying to prove how much we know instead of focusing on bringing people through the actual funnel and trying to really work on our selling skill sets. We're just working on our teaching skill sets. And for a lot of service providers, it's not just about you teaching or educating. Unless you are somebody that solely sells online courses that teach and educate, you probably need to expand what it is that you are talking about on social media or expanding what it is that your content is speaking to. So we can take that ADA model, we can take and look at what am I trying to justify to my audience? And another really important thing is looking at what would I prefer somebody who's coming in to work with me? What would I prefer them already knowing? For me, when I look at that with my offers, I want somebody that already knows that energetics are a thing. I don't want to have to sit here and be like, okay, let me explain to you what energetics are because that would not be the type of person that's going to thrive inside working with me. If somebody's completely closed off to spirituality, if somebody's like, nope, I think strategy is the only thing that matters. So think about when you're talking, are you trying to over-explain what it is that you're doing and therefore you're attracting in people that are essentially at step number one of their journey. So if you find yourself attracting in a lot of beginners in the field that you're in or people that are like brand new to it, but you would prefer to be working with people who are further along, we need to look at your messaging. We need to look at what you're saying with your marketing. And all of this is super important because then when you go to look at your launch, if you are talking to people that are not ready to join your offer, yeah, it's going to feel really hard to get people in because typically if people are on step one of their journey, the likelihood that they are going to step into your offer is super low because we're not talking to the person that's absolutely fucking ready. If there is one product that has made 
the biggest difference in my skin, it is this. And I will be the first to say that I totally fucked up and I ran out of this product for about four months until I realized like, oh my God, I actually really need this. So one of my absolute all-time favorite products is from Clearstem. Of course, they have anti-aging, anti-acne products. This is the Hydra Berry Moisture Mask. As somebody that is a dry, scaly girly, like I have dry ass skin, I was like, oh no, I'll be fine. I'll just go with like their daytime moisturizer. I'll use it twice a day. I day and at night and I was realizing I was like oh my god my skin still feels dry like even though I'm moisturizing twice a day I actually need the thicker moisture and I know it's summer I know it's hot out but this feels so good on your skin you're gonna wake up and feel like a glowing goddess glowing goddess these are the vibes nothing less the hydraberry moisture mask has calming soothing and hydrating properties and it is non-pore clogging one of the best things that I love about clear stem is that they don't use any pore clogging ingredients. They actually have a whole list on their website of things that you would probably be shocked to hear are clogging your pores. Things like shea butter, things like coconut oil, you know, all those things that we try to use when we're like DIYing our skincare, don't use those, use this instead. So I absolutely love using this at night and there's actually three different ways that you can use it. So you can wear it as a mask for 10 minutes, then remove it. You can actually sleep with it overnight or you can pair it with the Hydroglow, which is their daily moisturizing lotion that I also love. You can do a little combo in there and find out you're a perfect ratio. But what I do is I just use it at night and I sleep with it on and I wake up and my skin feels so good. I was actually telling my boyfriend that like, look how good my skin looks. Like it is like two days before my period and this is like generally the time that I get uh, acne and I don't have any right now. It looks so good, I'm glowing. And it is literally all because I started adding this back into my life. So did you know that if you have oily skin, that can cause acne. Also, if you have dry skin, that can cause acne. And that's exactly what was happening to me. So if you are somebody that either leans a little bit dry, maybe you're oily, maybe you're in between. Honestly, I'd try out this moisture mask. It has completely changed the game for me. And especially because I am on camera so much, like I just, I wanna be looking good. I wanna be looking good and this is my secret weapon. So if you wanna try out anything from Clear Stem, I highly recommend every single one of their products. I love and am obsessed with all of them. I have their entire line of products. I use them every single day, twice a day. If you wanna try anything out from Clear Stem, you can use the code CHELSEA for 15% off. That is C-H-E-L-S-E-A or 15% off. I was gonna almost add the other letters to my name, but it is just C-H-E-L-S-E-A, 15% off. And you can go to clearstemskincare.com. Truly, you can't go wrong with any of their products, but if you're looking for just like a basic daily routine, I love their vitamin cleanser, their daily vitamin cleanser. I also love the Hydroglow mask, and I really, really love the Cell Renew Serum. I know you're going to become a total convert and sorry, not sorry, but I absolutely love all of their products. I know you will too. And I'm so excited to have the founders, Danielle and Kaylee, here on the podcast soon to talk all things skincare. So I can't wait to share that conversation with you once it happens. And again, you can use code CHELSEA for 15% off any Clear Stem product. Now back to the show. I was having this conversation with my mentor, which is so funny because I swear to God, it's like the advice I give my clients. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I actually just need that advice. But like, I need my mentor to tell me that. It's so funny. So I was telling her, I was like, I feel like I'm having a hard time explaining 
what PRISM is and who it's for. And she's like, I feel like you're not focusing on the coaching aspect enough. And I was like, wow, I actually haven't addressed the coaching aspect at all. And she was like, yeah, you actually need to be talking to the people that already know coaching is a good thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I don't need to be talking to the people that are convinced that they just need more education. And she it was just so funny because she's like, yeah, you you literally haven't mentioned that at all. And I was like, good point. I will go do that now. Thank you. And I realized in all of my marketing that I was trying to, okay, so the way that I see it, and I was talking with one of my clients about this as well. She's putting out a new program right now. This is really exciting. It's brand new. She's never done anything like this before. And it is a program that targets somebody that's a little bit further along in their journey. And I could, I felt like she was like holding back. Like she was trying to speak to her entire audience about this offer. So then the messaging and the marketing was getting lost in there. And I was like, no, you have to talk to this segment specifically with your marketing for people to understand it and for people to get it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing the same exact thing. I'm trying to address my entire audience instead of just these seven people that I want inside PRISM. And that changed everything. Talk to the person that is already a yes inside your offer. Talk to the person that's already a yes. No convincing, no proving, moving out of the education stage. And I promise you, you're going to see your marketing get a lot more targeted. You are going to feel like your messaging is a lot more clear and it feels like permission. It feels a lot lighter because if you're not wasting extra mental energy trying to prove yourself and prove your worth, you're going to be able to say the things that you actually want to say. So here's the thing within launches, almost, I'm not even going to say almost every single launch has a dip a time period where you are going to see engagement drop, sales drop. You're going to see things like people aren't viewing your story. Maybe you're getting unsubscribes, unfollows. That is normal. That is part of a sales or promotion or launch period. And it's one thing to know that that happens. But what's even more important is where do you go from there? Are you able to maintain your belief in your ability to continue to show up? Are you able to maintain that forward momentum even when you feel like nothing's happening when you're trying to do it solo? And for me, what I've realized is I feel so much more energized with a coach behind me. I feel so much more energized when I have somebody that I can go to and be like, this sucks, like this fucking sucks. And they're like, I know, let's figure it out. If I were to just do that solo, and I have done it solo, I have done many launches by myself and uh, it feels awful sometimes. And you're just like, wow, should I quit everything? Does anybody even like me? And I get in my head and I stay there. And then you know what happens is I ghost my launch. I break the promises that I made to myself and I don't show up for myself. I don't show up for my business. But when I have a coach behind me, when I have a mentor and a supporter behind me, I don't do that. It is a completely different reality. And while I'm not saying, you know, you need a coach in order to have a successful launch, like, ew, my God, it's such a game changer. It has made all the difference for me in being able to show up and actually maintain that commitment with myself, maintain the commitment that I made to myself in the beginning of the launch 
despite what happens, I'm going to continue to show up powerfully. I'm going to continue to show up to the best of my ability and just see what happens and maintain that anything can happen. Staying in that energy of creation, of playfulness, of experimentation, because that is what business is at the end of the day. It's a big ass experiment. And sometimes I think that we can forget that things like marketing and copywriting and content are all just different variables that go into running a business. So especially if you are somebody that is a service provider, so you're a coach, you're a healer, you're an intuitive, you create products, and you're wanting people to support you, but you're not actually supporting yourself, even though you know you'd feel more energized with somebody behind you, look at that as a big disconnect, right? Where am I saying one thing and then acting in another way? Where am I saying I want to be supported, but you're not actually letting yourself be supported? That's huge. And I realized that I was also doing this in terms of my partner. He was like, well, I really love making dinner for you. I don't mind, you know, cleaning up the apartment when it's a little bit messy so you can sit down and work and stay in your flow. And I was like, that feels weird to me. I was like, I don't really want you like cleaning while I'm working. Like, I just feel bad. I feel guilty. I feel like I should be doing that. And he's like, no, really, like, I don't mind at all. And I was like, okay, well, I can try to sink into that. And I did, and it feels fucking awesome. And I get so much more done now because I'm actually allowing myself to be supported. So here are some of the things that you can look at when you're going into your next launch, sales, or promotion period. Asking yourself, do I feel more energized with a coach or a mentor behind me? Yes or no. Asking yourself, what do I want to commit to during this launch that even when things get hard, because it will, Find me a single person that has just had like the perfect launch and it's just been like rainbows and butterflies the entire time. I just, it doesn't exist because the point of this is to challenge you. But asking yourself, what do I want to commit to during this launch? What are my goals? How do I want to feel inside this launch? Do I want to feel at the end of it like I gave everything that I absolutely could? And then carve out some time to prepare content ahead of time. I cannot stress how important this is. I'm not telling you to batch content. I am telling you that you are going to want to have things prepared for that middle part of the launch where you're like, yeah, no, no, thank you. I don't want to show up. I'm in my head. I don't feel like people are listening. This doesn't really feel good for me. You're going to want to have things prepared. So my recommendation here is, I mean, yeah, obviously go on a two-day silent retreat. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, definitely go listen to it. I came out of that 48-hour retreat with 34 pieces of content. That is fucking mind-boggling. I have never once been able to come up with like more than three pieces of content at a time. So for that to happen, that was nuts. Love that. Fully supported me during this entire launch. But my general rule of thumb here for my clients is in your warm-up period, for every one piece of content that you create for your warm-up period, also create a piece of content for the middle part of your launch so that you actually have a bank of things that you can use going forward so that when those thoughts start to creep in, that nobody cares, you're feeling rejected, you're feeling abandoned, you're feeling resentful, frustrated, angry, all of those things you have things that you can use and you're not trying to utilize your brain to come up with content at that point. So set yourself up for success. Set yourself up for success. It's super important that you 
It's, it's like having the foresight to know this is going to happen. How do I take care of myself in this time? It's exactly like meal prepping before a busy or a stressful week. You know it's going to happen. There's no way it's not going to happen. So what do you need to do in order to set yourself up for when it does happen? And also giving yourself the permission to post content that isn't related to your launch. I think a lot of business owners, when they are in launch mode, they're like, well, this doesn't really tie in. I know I need to be talking about my offer. So then they just stop sharing about their personal lives whatsoever. And we forget that people actually need to have a relationship with us in order to purchase from us. So this is actually where it's really important to take a picture of your dog or your latte or just you experiencing life. Like that is a really important piece of this. And don't get stuck in your head thinking that all you need to do is talk about your offer because that's when you're going to be annoyed of yourself, your audience. I mean, okay, here's the thing. People are going to be annoyed at you. You you can't avoid that as a business owner. And that is not a good enough reason to not show up and talk about your offer. Let them be fucking annoyed. Let them cringe. All of the, all the things. Show some of your personal life as well because people need to be able to experience you in more than just you sitting and talking at the camera and being kind of scripted. We need to be able to see beyond who you are when you're just talking to the camera. What is it like to really work with you? And that's another thing too, is what is the experience inside of the offer that you're selling? What is it actually going to be like for people once they step into your world, once they step into your offer? What is it going to be like for them inside of there? So anything that you can do to show people exactly what it's like to work with you before they step into work with you. I mean, that's why I'm doing Instagram live coaching sessions. If you sign up to work with me, that's exactly what you're going to get. If you go watch one of those coaching sessions, I've done two and then I have two more scheduled. If you go watch those coaching sessions, that's literally exactly what I'm like to work with. That is dead, like I was going to say deadpan straight on. That's exactly who I am. And if you can give people that and paint that experience of here's what us working together, that's what that's going to look like. You can go, you do lives. If you have a podcast, you can have people on your podcast. You can take a video of you coaching. You can share a snippet of it, whatever it is, but you have to give people more. You have to give people an example of what it's going to be like inside of your offer. Because if people are guessing, if they are wondering what their experience is going to be like, they don't need to know absolutely everything, but they do need to have, they need to be able to feel like they know what to expect. So that is the number one way that I see business owners self-sabotaging is showing up for a launch, but not actually following through with it. And then you get distracted by other ideas and you think you should pivot when in reality, you just needed the staying power to see the entire launch through. So it's been a while, but I actually did pull a an Oracle card for this. It just felt right. I was like, okay, Oracle card. What do people need to hear? And I pulled it from my spirit animal deck and the card is electric eel spirit. Bring your ideas to life. 
bring your ideas to life. I love that because I always think of business owners as being super creative and the ideas are percolating, they're swirling, and you're like, how do I get them into reality? And that's a big part of what it means to be a business owner is how do I create the things that I see in my head and how do I bring them to life? So I'm going to read the description of the card. Seemingly out of nowhere, the jolt of electric eel spirit appears to awaken you to a big idea that you are meant to explore. Epiphanies and aha moments are gifted to you right now, so celebrate. Your life has the potential for profound transformation. Inspiration arises in you, electrifying you so that you can't wait to get started bringing your idea to life. The revelations you experience now are meant to set you on a new path, so do not be afraid to act explore, examine, and do not fear the changes that may come. For spirit wants to shower you with the love, success, and abundance that you hope to experience. Now is a thrilling time of epiphanies, inspired ideas, and innovation. This is a wondrous sign for you today. Ideas need to percolate, oh my god, as they rarely download in detailed form. Have you too quickly dismissed an epiphany because you couldn't see where it might lead you? Have you rushed to follow the muse without taking time to contemplate the meaning of your aha moment? Perhaps your dream will take a different form than you first imagined, morphing into something else that is even better. Spirit's plans are often hard to discern, but so much more satisfying once they have taken over your own predetermination. Maybe your big idea is taking more time to shape than you expected. Have you considered that you were meant to learn something in the process of bringing it into being? Commit to transformation and to learning any lessons this new venture will bring. And soon you will see that your aha was even more valuable than you realized when you first felt it electrify you. Oh my God, it's perfect. That was so perfect. That's the thing. You are a brilliant human being. You are a brilliant business owner, a brilliant entrepreneur. And most of what makes people successful in this game is staying power. So I would love for you to commit to yourself during your next launch to seeing it all the way through, to not ghosting in the middle, to yeah, sure. Let it get you down for a couple days, right? If it's not going the direction that you wanted, but keep up that momentum, keep up that momentum. I have had plenty of launches where they didn't go the way that I wanted. And then the next launch that I had, because I had built up so much momentum with the first one, were super successful, super successful. Everything you do counts. It really does all matter. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would please go leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It really means so much to me. You can also tag me on social media. I am at expand with Chelsea. Put some of that good energy out into the universe. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you next episode. 